It's time to talk buffs with CU voice Mark Johnson on the Jim Davis Show on the team. And with us right now, the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, voice of the Colorado Buffaloes, Mark Johnson. Mark, happy holidays. Thanks for joining us as always. Jim, good morning. Hope you had a great Christmas. I, I certainly did. I hope you did as well, you and the family. Uh, a, did you get a favorite Christmas gift from the family uh, this year? Uh, you know what? In recent years, I have uh, began to tell them, listen, there's not really anything I really want under spending time. Uh, every once in a while, I go, you know, I, I do need this. So I had uh, had them get me uh, give me a new uh, uh, fence pliers. So that's that's what I got. That, that's a simple thing to ask for, though. It I mean, is. and it's, and it's know, something I mean, you need. Yes, and, and uh, the old one was was had some problems, and uh, I actually cracked the handle one time. And so uh, when I was pounding on something, and so I just said, "Yeah, give me new fence fence pliers." And they said, "We don't know what that is." And I sent them a little <laughs> link, and so there you go. And so they ordered it for me. And Very good. So they didn't go to a Murdoch's or a Tractor Supply or anything like that. They just ordered them, got it offline. That's good. That's there you go. Yeah, yeah nice, nice and nice and efficient. And, very and, uh, simple. Yeah, you very. Know, Jim, Jim, at our age, I just you know I don't, I don't what, what what do I want? You know, I mean, if I need a pair of socks, I go buy a pair of socks. So you ask for something simple, something that's so practical, and that's what we went with. Absolutely. I that that's we're we're that we're in that stage of our life where if I want something, I'm going to go buy it. Same with my wife. It's like eh, if I want that, I'll probably go buy it. And so, yeah, it, it makes it nice when it's something you're going to use as you, you have a lot of fence around your place. You're going to use that on a pretty frequent basis, I'm sure. Exactly right. <laughs> well, a little holiday break for, for of course, uh, you and your fellow broadcasters a little bit uh, as we get ready for uh, the start of uh, the, the 2024 a portion of the schedule. For the Colorado Buffaloes, a nice little downtime here. I know Tad Boyle talked about it's a, it's a really good time to be a college basketball player because you don't have any classwork right now with school and not in session. You can get to the gym, get some work in, spend some time with family, get the batteries recharged for what will now be the beginning of conference play this weekend. Yeah, they got uh, Washington coming to town. I was actually up at the event center yesterday, and, and surprisingly, I didn't realize that uh, Washington came into town yesterday. So for a Friday game, it came out Wednesday, so I had a chance to talk with uh, Mike Hopkins, my old buddy at Syracuse, for a little bit, and so uh, they got a real great opportunity. I think Colorado does. You know, you're sitting at nine and two right now, and you got your first two games at home with Washington, Washington State, quality teams, but not unbeatable teams. And uh, you know, I like the way Colorado's playing right now. They're 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 one of the better offensive teams in the country, not just the conference in America. In fact, when I was talking to Hop, I said something funny. He goes, "Goodness, because their offensive numbers are stupid." And I said, "Yeah, I know they are." So. Um, I, I like where, where the Buffs are sitting right now, and, and I'm hopeful that Cody Williams will come back. I haven't seen anything indicating that. I haven't talked to Tad since prior to the, the, the holidays, so I'm, I'm hoping he'll be back here for the start of conference play. And so, yeah, things are looking very positive, I think, for the Buffaloes. Yeah, Cody Williams has missed four games this season, past three due to an injured left wrist. Uh, R.J. Smith has also been out as well, and uh, and Williams' status, as you mentioned, uh, somewhat up in the air for uh, that Friday game, that game coming up tomorrow. Uh, with the Washington Huskies, and, and when you look at Washington, they're eight and three right now. Mark and and Keon Brooks Jr. Uh, having a strong season for them, averaging twenty points per game. Yeah, he's very good. Uh, you know, they brought him as a transfer a couple of seasons ago, and uh, he's an outstanding player and, and one of the better offensive players. He's a big guy, you know, six seven, he weighs two hundred, I don't know, fifteen pounds or something like that. So very quality wing player and so that that's going to be an interesting matchup you know if cody's healthy and is able to go i think that that's kind of an interesting match but but luke will guard him at different times and, and certainly tristan at different times uh because of their side and, and i i think probably you'd see probably see some javon hadley on him as well since he's a real good defender but but yeah he's he's going to be one of the keys to their team i think um 
they look to be a pretty good offensive team. I think their defensive numbers are solid, not great. Uh, they've had some ups and downs in that regard. But, you know, one thing when I was talking to Mike Hopkins yesterday, what he said, he said, you know, one thing I like about this team, Mark, he said, they have got a fire about them. There, there's a competitive and an edge to this basketball team. And, you know, they beat Gonzaga earlier this year. And I know Gonzaga right now isn't what they have been in recent years, but they're still a top 25 basketball team. And so they've got an awful impressive win on their list. And I, I think it all probably starts out with, uh, with Keon Johnson, or Keon Brooks, rather. Mark Johnson, voice cutter of Buffalo, is with us. We'll have the Buffs taking on Washington at the C of N Center tomorrow night on the team. Pre-game at 6.30 for that one. Mark will have the call along with Scott Wilkie uh, from Boulder uh, coming up tomorrow night. Uh, bounce over to uh, a kind of a, a wrap a little bit here of uh, the early signing period for uh, Coach Prime and the, and the CU Buffaloes. And Jordan Seaton finally made it official, Mark, signing with Colorado after he made some people nervous about that brief flirtation with Maryland. Isn't it interesting what this you know the signings have become, and how they how they unfold, and, and the, the drama that's involved, and the attention that's involved, and you know, yeah, everyone was getting nervous that the number one offensive tackle recruit in the country was not going to sign with Colorado, and I'm sure you saw the video, the same video that I did then, when he was with uh, with Bucky with Neon Junior. Uh, in a car, uh, apparently down in, in or out in, in Atlanta or down in Florida. I don't know where they were, but all of a sudden, you know, Bucky, you see Bucky on on his phone, and he tilts it out over and there's there's a seat sitting next to him in the car, and then they just both laugh, and, and so yeah, the, the the drama and the oh the theater, let's put it that way, that's involved in all of this stuff really is amazing at this point in time. What what this thing has become, and, you know, and now uh, we we assume he's going to be a great player because he's the number one ranked kid in the, in the country. Uh, but, you know, nothing's guaranteed, as we well know. And so now and now he'll get to campus. We'll see what he's all about when he gets here. But he certainly looks the part and uh, had us all sitting on the edge of our seat for about four or five days. And, and that's that's the new world we live in with recruiting, that uh, these young men, uh, you know, do those kind of things and have that kind of theater involved in their signings. And the rest of us just sit on, with bated breath and social media goes out of its mind. <laughs> that That's what social media does best. Yes. Go go yeah. out of its mind. Uh, Mark yep. Johnson, voice of Buffalo, is with us, and and uh, other additions to the portal. Former Florida State linebacker DJ Lundy, uh, he's committed to Colorado as well. And, and a talented player, uh, with with all that I've seen and the highlights I've seen and the numbers he put up during his time uh, down there in Florida. Uh, you know, and, and I'm awful impressed with with what Dion has done. You know, and I go back to this. I think I said it to you maybe last week, Jim, or was some show anyway that I said, you know, the world is going crazy about, you know, Dion's in trouble and, and he's not getting anybody. You can't rebuild an offensive line. And, I don't know. and what has he done? He's gone again and put together the number one uh, portal transfer class in the country once again and, and continues to add to it. And uh, it's, it's a fascinating thing the way he does this and the way he goes about his business to put this group of talented players together. But the guys he's brought in are awful impressive in terms of their resume and their past history. And I know it doesn't you know, what's that old financial line about not predicting future success? But holy cow, there's some good-looking players coming in. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm all for it right now, man. I can't wait to see what spring ball looks like. Absolutely. Of course, they had the Alabama tackle. They added the, the Houston tackle recently. So it, yep. it, there's been a great focus by, by Coach Prime and his staff on protecting Shadur with all those offensive line transfers, uh, also getting Jordan Seaton as well, the top uh, – prep uh, offensive tackle in the country, and then what, what they've done on defense, bringing in Lundy and players like that. Yeah, there had to be. I mean, there was no doubt about that. And you didn't have to be a football genius to figure out that the focus of this recruiting period was going to be the big bodies, both offensively and defensively. They had to. I mean, it was it was the glaring weakness 
on that football team all season long. And so they, they've done a great deal addressing that. Uh, you know, you mentioned that we talked about the linebacker and him being kind of an edge guy and a rush guy. And so they brought in the bodies they needed. And, and so they already had the skill guys. They've added some there as well. But then you bring in the big bodies. So this is going to be a pretty complete-looking football team. I mean, right now, the, I guess the only question I have right now is who's the offensive coordinator. We think it's Pat Shermer, but that hasn't been officially announced to this point. And when Dion's talked about it, he hasn't, you know, made it, uh, you know, a, a permanent deal. And so that, that's the only thing I'm wondering about right now because everything else right now seems to be set now for the upcoming season. Voice of Buffalo's Mark Johnson joining us today on the Team Sports Network. Uh, a couple of things, Mark. Uh, Athletic Director Rick George uh, was in an article recently commenting about uh, unlimited transfers and how that could take uh, the focus off education. Uh, Colorado Attorney General Phil Weiser, part of a group of uh, AGs across the country that are involved in a lawsuit uh, uh, for the NCAA to eliminate transfer restrictions. I guess just your takeaway on on, uh, some of uh, Rick's comments. Uh, Well, let's go back to takeaway or transfer restrictions. That's insanity. There's no business in the world where you can just willy-nilly uh, just go flying around no matter what. And it, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And this, this slippery slope on a college athletics is going to destroy what we have. Now, does that mean it totally goes away? Absolutely not. It's going to be created into something else. But at this point, I, I just sit back and I just shake my hand. Because so, so let, let me get this straight. So every other sports entity in the world, there has to be some commitment on both sides from a – uh, organizational standpoint and from an athlete standpoint, and they want except for college athletics. Am I understanding that correctly? I mean, how insane is that? You have to have some level of commitment going both directions. Now, that doesn't have to be that that one owns the other one for four years. Okay, it does not have to be that. But there's got to be some limit to this in some form or fashion. You know, Lane Kiffin, and, and, and goodness, you know the world's getting strange when all of a sudden I'm on the side of things with Lane Kiffin. <laughs> but Lane Kiffin came out the other day and basically said, how can we have this unlimited? There's no other sport that in the middle of a season you can have free agency in college uh, football right now. You can't do that in the NFL. You can't do that in the NBA. You can't do that in Major League Baseball. There's a free agency period when people can move. When their contract is up, and they no longer have a responsibility and an agreement that they've you know, shaken hands on and put a, a signature on. But in college athletics, we just want to open up and go, okay, at any time, you can just move on? I mean, how does that work? I, I don't even know. You, you, can't, you can't have any sense of organization or productivity in chaos by definition. But what we're, we're continuing to do, we want to continue to push chaos in the college athletics, and it just doesn't work. And so... Uh, it's it's just silly that you see that and and you know Rick's comments about taking taking the uh, focus off of off of uh, education. I certainly agree with that, but I, I'm I'm afraid to say that we've we've left we've let that ship yeah. sail a long time ago. You're so, so right. You know it's uh, yeah. some of this stuff. I just shake my head and and yet when I bring it up on on, on many talk shows and on well, you know national talk shows or something around the country, I bring it up and people scoff at me like I'm insane. I just like uh, you know what's the great line? Was it? Uh, Oh, the Zoolander line when Will Ferrell says, I, I feel like I'm on crazy pills half the time when I'm on some of these talk shows. <laughs> there, there has to be some kind of commitment. I, I agree with you that, that it can't just be, yeah, I'm not happy here. I'm just yeah. ready to leave. Yeah. I, I, there needs to, I don't want anybody to feel hamstrung and handcuffed to, a, to an entity or whatever. But there also has to be some kind of compromise here in terms of, of a commitment that involves both parties. Well, Institution always, and student-athlete. 
Jim, I've always said with this, okay, okay, we, everyone's got the freedom to move. But when you have an agreement, there has to be an agreement of some sort, right? And, and I said, I've got no issue with, with athletes being able to transfer. Right. All right? But it, it can't just be because. That's not a reason. Okay? We, we see that all the time. Um, th- there has to be a reason. If, if you can verify that there's some, some extreme situation that's going on, otherwise, when you shake hands on a contract, there has to be value in your word in that and a responsibility that, okay, we've made a deal. Okay, I, I've got a deal with Learfield Sports. I've got a deal with the University of Colorado. Um, okay, here's a prime example. Right now, you know what the big story is in, in, in the state of Colorado. It, it's what's going on with the Broncos and Russell, and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, okay, fine. If one side wants to get out of this deal, in this case the Broncos, They've got enormous price to pay. They've got to live up to the deal which they signed. And so they're going to have to pay a great deal of money to get rid of Russell Wilson. Uh, if Russ wanted to leave, there, there are certain avenues you go through, but there's a huge, you're going, to, you're going to forfeit all kinds of stuff. What we're seeing in college athletics right now is I'm 19 years old. Uh, you know, half the time I can't find my butt with both hands. But if I just get a willy-nilly feeling one day I want to leave, I'm just going to leave in the middle yeah. of the season. It doesn't matter. I have no responsibility to anybody, and that's not the way that a society can or, or should work. Totally, totally agree with you on that. There, there needs to be a fair way for, for athletes to transfer. Yeah. There needs to be a, a process. But it can't just be, eh, I don't like it. I don't like the new uniforms we got. I don't like what we're getting at the training table here at uh, Northeast Southwest University. I'm going to go to another place because I hear they've got better unis and a better training table. And so I'm going to, it's, there has to be a better process. And that's where the NCAA has absolutely just failed time and time and time and time again, Mark. And yeah, we're up. You're you're not, you're coming into friendly territory on this show when you, when you bring up some of these things. Well, well, Jim, look at it. When you've got guys who are all conference caliber players on top 20 football teams in a country, and, and they're all of a sudden deciding, yeah, I just want to go. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I saw some quotes from the new uh, North Dakota State, being a North Dakota, uh, uh, you know, native here. I saw some quotes that they just hired a new new football coach there, and he was talking about this. And I, and I know Jay Novello at CSU has talked about the 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 fight it is for anybody at outside the Power Five level, the lower level, to keep players because of the amount of tampering that is going on, which is not allowed, by the way in any other league as well. Everyone no. gets fined if you tamper. And in college athletics, we have no problem with it. I can call up a good player at North Dakota State if I'm at the University of Texas and just go, hey, why don't you come play for me? I've got some money. We can do this and do this and do this. And you can steal the kid. And there's, there's, there's no rules against this apparently right now because the NCAA is doing nothing about it. It's, it's just a brutal system that we've fallen into. And for some reason... Anyway, most people are afraid to call it out. I think I think it's just it's 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 just for creating chaos. All right, Mark, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. You mentioned Russ. Uh, your take is this a Sean Payton problem or Russell Wilson problem? It looks like I mean, it, to me, it's I guess Sean Payton needs to find out if Russ is the problem with them offensively, or if it's everybody else around him. And Jared Stidham's going to be the the guinea pig in this, I guess. Well, uh, everyone pray for Jared Stidham because I don't think that's going to work at all. Um, you know, I, I sat back yesterday, really, when this came down, and looked at, at Russ's numbers, and I thought, okay, is he is he a, a top five quarterback in the NFL? No. 
is he a below average quarterback now? Right no. now, he's playing average to slightly above average football. In a league where it is supremely important to have a proven commodity and a guy that can be productive at the quarterback position, uh, apparently they're going to just part ways with Russell Wilson. And you've got Stidham, and they're going to draft somebody. And, and uh, by the way, our buddy Joel Clapp was on the, one of the local shows here yesterday and was talking about how hard it is now because of what college football has become on the field and to get them to understand the, the protections and everything in the, in the National Football League and how it is a huge learning curve for all of these guys. So you've got a, a proven commodity. You're about ready to pay him a quarter of a billion dollars in a new contract, by the way, which hasn't even started. And you know that he can be productive and be serviceable that you can win games with if you surround him with talent. And so now they're about ready to let him go to jump back into the sea of the unknown in the NFL from a quarterback standpoint, which where you never want to be. And they find themselves already in that, in that no-man's land of the National Football League, outside of the playoffs and outside of the top ten picks, which is a horrible place to be. So it just it seems like you're making a decision to put yourself back in the middle of the muck in the National Football League, and that's a very difficult place to get out of. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Mark, a happy New Year to you and your family. I always appreciate it, my friend, and, and we'll talk to you next week. I look forward to it. See you, Jim. Thanks, Tim.